Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Cows and Canoes. My name is Brandon, across the way is Mike, uh, Brittany is off for the night, and Kat is, uh, you know, not on time like usual. So Mike, what's up dude? What's going on? Not much. So, um, first, we'll, we'll jump into um, just a little bit about you, and then we'll kind of run in. So first, you and I have known each other for a really long time, even though we haven't actually spoken to each other in a really long time, so I don't really know how that plays into things. Hmm. Um, but realistically, like what if, what's your primary thing been for the last, I don't know, 20 years. Let's go that route. <laughs> well, I mean, I ha I was of the same mindset whenever we knew each other in middle school. Okay. Um, I'd call us friends. I mean, yeah. no, we, we, we were, were kind of not in our little friends. Finger. Right. You were, you were kind of in a different friend group from my friend group, but we weren't not friends. Right. Right. But, uh, we both, uh, like you, you rollerbladed a little bit. I skateboarded a little bit. I was terrible at it. You were probably a little better than I was, but like, it was still really bad. I still do that by the way. Do you really? At 34. I cannot imagine. I would die. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> my knees are still, you know, I've gone out and I've gone paintballing a few times. Like I was like, I'm going to get back into paintballing. And then I went out, um, it was 85 degrees, not terrible outside. That's awful. Um, but, but even then, we, we played till like 11 o'clock, and it was like, okay, this is too hot. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> like, unbearable. Yeah, just terrible. Like, I'd get down, I'd be sore, my knees hurt, and I can't even imagine trying to rollerblade or skateboard. Jesus. It doesn't last that long. I mean, it's like yeah. 20 minutes in, everyone's tired. We're all old. So. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's like a, uh, you know, good warm-up to sex for you then. What's that? <laughs> I haven't done that since... About the same time? the same amount of time, yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh, oh god this dog gross yeah that i'm gonna throw that pissed. i yeah. hate me too all right all right leave me alone so we got a new dog for anybody who's listening uh rescue dog and good with the family hates everybody else so far it's, it's great so i'm gonna tell vanessa to kick that dog out i don't blame him um, i hate me too it's fine it's fine so just a second here kick him out there we go so Really, I want to get into the storm chasing thing, though. How did, like, I knew, um, used to, like, be all about, you know, crazy stuff anyways. Was it, like, a, a predetermined, like, because, like, I remember, like, you had a mullet when nobody wore mullet, and then you just went all the town with it with a, a sweatshirt that said, like, mullet man and, like, all kinds of shit where you I'm were just, so like. so sad that you remember that. Well, it's true, though. Uh. Like, and I'm like, who the fuck? Okay, like, this guy would do it. Yeah, okay, I get it. You know, and, like, is that the mentality that kind of got you into, you know what? I'm going to chase down a deadly tornado thing, man. I, I think storms came before all of that. Oh really? And, and kind of just being a, a fucking weirdo kind of pushed <laughs> storms enough. to the side. And it was like, oh, I'm going to rollerblade instead of skateboard. And yeah. Like, yeah. Right. I'm going to play bass instead of guitar. And I'm going to have a mullet that, instead yeah. of, uh, a normal Fohawks. haircut. Fohawks, I think Fohawks was the thing I did. I remember. Yeah. When I had hair, it's a whole uh, different ball game. Good times. There hey! she is. <laughs> Sorry. You're the one that's causing my dog to freak the fuck out. Um, I lost my book of questions, so I oh, you're good. Get another book. So you got a new book with new I questions. Got a new book. No, it has no questions. Oh, okay. Well, easy enough. So, so storms came before you made the decision to uh, be crazy. So, like, when did you when did you think storm? What's up? Are we already recording? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if she's gonna make it. Can record to not record. That's it. No worries. Um, so when did you actually start with the whole uh, uh, storm chase? Or not? Or just storms? Like enjoying storms? Uh, probably. It was probably about seven. 
Seven. I, I mean, I know I was seven when it happened. That's maybe like, maybe I was eight. No, I was seven. I always say seven just to keep it consistent. Okay, so what happened at uh, seven that it goes? You know what? I'm gonna be a storm chaser because, like, I'll tell you, I don't remember shit about being seven. I don't remember what I wanted to be. Like, that's not a normal thing. Nobody. I don't know anybody that knows that. Like at seven, they wanted to do something and did it. So, I mean, we all wanted to be race car drivers and cops and, Mm -hmm. you know, all that, whatever little boys like. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe a Ninja Turtle. We wanted to be a turtle. Yeah, fair enough. um, Summer of 93, I moved back to Oklahoma from Texas. Okay. My cousin would babysit me during the summer while my dad Mm -hmm. was at work, and he's five years older than me or so. Right, right. I should probably know that, but he actually lives right down the street. Oh, cool. Right. um, He'd babysit me and... It started to storm one day, and I was, you know, I was a little bitch about. It. I was so scared of storms. I hated storms. Okay, are you kidding me? This so is my favorite thing in the you world. Have like the What's Batman origin you? story here. Exactly, and all storm chasers have this exact same story where something happened to him between five and ten, and then it just flipped a switch. Hmm. And what happened was he was like, "You don't like storms? Let's go outside and watch it." And then you know he locked me on the porch <laughs> until I until I liked it, and it didn't take. I mean, I was just like this is insane right look at the, this guy i've never seen this guy do this before this is incredible and then you know i went from being i want to be a ninja turtle or a policeman or mm-hmm. batman to all that matters is what's happening in the sky so so then from there did you do um like how do you get into storm chasing itself because like to me any idiot with a camera and a car i guess could do it in reality that's, that's exactly it, no. it is that, yeah. i mean all right so the podcast I mean, is over guys yeah all right well it was fun <laughs> See you after hours. Yeah, right? And uh, I didn't really actually go out and chase until like 2003, and it was a lot different. I mean, well, 2003, how far have we, we were still in high school, though. Yeah. I was in. I I actually moved from Owasso down to Glenpool. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would have been that, like 2000. 2002, 2002. 2002. So, um, I mean, literally, it was just like. I mean, I, I had wanted. I've been gearing up to do it. I just, you know, I didn't have a car or a job. I was yeah. 17 or 16, and. There was a tornado warning just in South Tulsa County, just right out west of town. And uh, me and my dad were watching. Like, I had just walked in the door from school, and I was like, it's two miles south. You can see it. Let's get in the car. And he was like, let's go. And my stepmom was like, no, you fucking don't. And we were yeah, like, that's exactly <laughs> my assumption. We were like, yeah. peace. <laughs> so then, like. My dad didn't even hesitate. He was like, we're going. And so just out of curiosity, then, like. So at that point, you guys had no no knowledge, no training, no like what we're looking for, right? I wouldn't say no knowledge. I okay. Mean, I mean, at that point, I was gearing up to want to do it, and I was on forums learning stuff, and I was always, and uh, that was actually like a pretty big outbreak day. And, okay. You know, I always watched Channel Eight and wanted to get the latest info mm-hmm. from Travis Meyer because right because well, that's what you do. Our saint. Right. Our saint. <laughs> He's a competitor now, but I still. Oh, love is him. he? Yeah. Yeah. But he. Uh, it was, I mean, it was a big high-risk tornado day, and I was at school in computer science class just, you know, refreshing the Channel 8 page, and boom, tornado watch, and I was like, fuck. Right. And we had soccer practice that afternoon, and we were in a tornado watch, and I was like, coach, you got to cancel got to cancel soccer practice. We're about to we're about to have a tornado outbreak. And he's like, shut up, idiot. <laughs> what do you know? Yeah, right. Long hair, rollerblader, get out of here. <laughs> Hit the showers, idiot. And, uh... Sure enough, you know, I mean, storm just exploded just southwest of Tulsa and uh, produced a quick, quick little tornado in Kellyville, and they tornado warned it all the way out ahead, and they kicked us out of soccer practice. Okay, I like sprinted home through hail and was like, "Let's go! We gotta go see this." 
you know, so finally then, getting out under a storm after years of wanting to do it. And like, was that your first actual tornado you saw? I didn't, we didn't see a tornado. Today. Okay. No, okay. It, when was your first actual, like, this is a tornado. Like this shit is, it's real. And not like in the distance. Cause like I've seen like the spin up from like way the fuck away, right. but I've never like, actually know, seen the, yeah. the ground contact. So when did you actually see the first on the ground tornado? It was, I chased for like four years before I saw a real tornado. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. No, so that was uh, March 28th, 07. Okay. Way out in West Texas. and uh, Damn, so you've been all over for this, because I know Kansas oh, yeah. and Oklahoma is kind of common, but... I have chased in like 28 states. Oh, God Seen dang. tornadoes right. in 19 or 20 of those states. Yeah, it's... So walk I've, me I've through the, the first one. So when you finally see it, you've been chasing for a few years. Like, is this just one of those things like you're all like, you know, this is what I've been doing this for. And like now my mission is done. Finally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> seeing a boob for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> this is all that matters now. Right. Yeah. Right. But, After you see the first one, though, then now you have to see them all. Right. Right. And then we did see another one and then we saw a third one. And I was like, this is this is what it's like. That was my first chase where I left northeast Oklahoma and actually like went on a real storm chase some uh i went with a couple guys that i met on you know through a web forum Mm -hmm. and they were like hey we're gonna be passing through tulsa if anybody wants to go and i was like let's go i'm in i've been chasing for years i've never seen anything let's go right okay so you you literally just hopped a ride with somebody out of town did you even know him before that like you even chatted Uh, with him we we had chatted off okay and i mean this was before facebook yeah uh, yeah, right was how it is now that was when you Mm -hmm. when you actually went to websites on like a browser what are those again yeah what's that yeah yeah what's a browser what's a forum yeah (laughs) facebook ruins everything so how did you prepare yourself like for your first time going out material wise did did you have like a checklist did you uh i mean did or you have did like you a bag a of things of <laughs> like, or i mean were you yeah did you just have a case of beer that you were like no beer uh i did meet them at quick trip and and i bought a bag of donuts and <laughs> it's fuel I, I mean they they didn't know what to expect because you know this fucking kid who had and i was on this forum called storm track and it was all like really straight laced academia types and mm. then my signature line was the end of a Rage Against the Machine song. <laughs> Basically saying, fuck you to everything you believe, right, guy right. that's reading this. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Which I rediscovered again for the last couple of weeks. I've just been... Yeah, yeah. Dude, Rage but, is fantastic. I, I feel like a pissed off teenager again. But, <laughs> but I mean, they pull up to Quick Trip and I roll up like on a skateboard and, you know, with a bag of donuts. And they're like, what the fuck is... What is happening? Yeah, right. Maybe we shouldn't take this kid, but no, I actually, one of the guys that was, uh, that I rode with the guy that was driving, I'm still in pretty close contact with him. He texts me just about every day Okay. with a picture of a, another snake in his yard. He doesn't know what it is. <laughs> well, are you a snake? I, I'm a snake guy too. Yeah. Well, I, all right. It's Easy been enough. a rough couple of tornado years, so I had to find another hobby. So snakes was it, huh? So it, it seems like tornadoes, at least in this area have kind of, it's kind of came and gone over the last few years. Like it doesn't seem like it's as intense as it used to be. Do you remember how how many tornadoes we had when we were kids? Oh yeah, it was, it was insane. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It seems like things have kind of calmed down out here. And then up until last year, it was dead. Yeah, and then last year was like we were in a tornado watch probably ten or fifteen days mm-hmm. of, yeah. of May. Yeah, but then, but nothing ever that. really happened. We had a, right. a, a bunch of tornadoes, but nothing was really bad. Well, but then like there, it's getting weird though because like Maine had a tornado like two years ago. Like, how the fuck does that happen? 
Like what? there was a really awesome tornado in Oregon last week. <laughs> tornado right. of the year, probably. Like how the fuck does this happen? Like Man, what is going on? Like in your opinion here? No, this, uh, this we did once because yes, we, we had did. those rolly, uh, crazy right. undulations or whatever undulation. the hell. Undulation. Yeah, we had those, but then that, I think that's about it at this point. So then, like, y- you have your first one. You see what's going on. You know, how many do you think you've actually seen since then? Like ballpark it. My exact number. Oh shit! <laughs> which I mean, it's 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 I I say it's an exact number because people ask all the time. Yeah, and yeah. I have to have a, a in the a, uh-huh. a, an answer from a can because everything I say is just you know premeditated. But sure, three hundred and four. Okay, so but, that legit. But give though, or take ten. Okay, so I, I would you say the margin of error is probably ten because seen are, over you know yeah, over a, a, a around three hundred. Yeah. Wow. But you know there are some things that you think as a tornado and might not be right and then there are things where i don't so, know if that was a tornado i'm not can gonna count. you and then name you find out all of those too no, like a lot of them like yes. the girls that you've kissed kind of thing i bet there's what are girls <laughs> I, say, I bet that's a uh, way smaller list out of curiosity Absolutely. uh yeah right i don't know i i told i told my partner i was like i'm I'm going to ask him, like, how many times does he throw that out there that he's a storm chaser to pick I up I bet chicks? it doesn't do any good, though. Like, he was like, what if he's married? I was like, I'll, I'll probably be like, all right. I met well. my current girlfriend on Tinder. Okay, that's where I met My profile mine, was just so. pictures of tornadoes. And I was like, oh, yeah, blah, blah. I've seen my, mm-hmm. no. I've seen my tornado videos on TV, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, she was just like, you're full of shit. That's not real. Like, why are you lying to people? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking? People wouldn't lie about that. Nobody cares about this type of thing. Right. Like, of if I'm going to make something up, it's not going to be like, I drive thousands of miles to see clouds. <laughs> that's, that's hot. Let's go with that. That is a fact. I drove all night to Canada for no reason. Damn. Have you gone to Canada for? Yeah, I've, I've driven all night to Canada a couple of times. And Holy shit. For no reason, both times. But oh, wow. poutine, though, was worth it. So. Oh, oh, yeah. Fair enough. Definitely. Fuck, I love poutine. So who doesn't? There was like a poutine eating contest very recently, and I emailed them. Poutine? Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I can I could compete in both if I needed to. A couple of vowels away from. I'm just saying disaster there. Uh, No, I asked him if I could be a contestant, and they were like, "Well, we'll put you on the on like I don't know, it's like a backup roster or something. If they get enough people request, they can form another team." Where is this? Is this local? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. <sighs> Are you wishing you knew about it ahead of time here? Yeah. I, I mean, if, I can I mean, go through a, my Facebook on my on the break and see if I can find it. I think a poutine eating contest is rare enough in Oklahoma <laughs> that you can put off dieting. You keep saying that. Like That's not what I'm poutine. hearing. Poutine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> eating contest. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what? Man. What are you saying? I've been obsessed with poutine since 2013, and I've never put that together until just now. Yeah, like, it's fantastic. So, let's get back to the storm thing, just uh, out of curiosity then, right? So, did you ever actually have any kind of formal training, or has it always just been researching on Google and everything else? The internet, yeah. Yeah. You learn everything you need to know is on the internet, especially now. In 2003, it was a lot harder to come by. It was a lot less organized. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everything was. I think Google was just starting then because Yahoo was still the the big and. It's all about web forums. Yeah. And I had a couple of people whose posts I would pay a lot of attention to because they'd go into a lot of detail. And I mean, Mm -hmm. you pick up up a couple of those. couple of those posts and there's so much information in it and then you go out and see it and you start putting it all together and 
you know, things the, start to click. And the more you, you say, chase, okay, the more you see. This. So okay. So, so 2007 and 2008, I chased a lot. Okay. And, and, and you know, a lot of those days, I didn't see anything. But you know, whenever whenever you fail a lot and then you succeed, you kind of you get all the data you need to decide, mm-hmm. you know, what you did wrong, what you did right, and then you can go forward from there. But can you tell me how you're profitable? in this industry i don't think you are no um there are people that are how do they become profitable i guess there are a couple different ways to make money storm chasing not doing tv stuff i mean a tv show will pay you quite a bit if you do like a quite a bit if you don't mind me asking more than you're spending but well i mean it's a lot cheaper to chase this so so let's put it into perspective though like so i think most people's uh only real like understanding of storm chasing would probably be Twister. We talked the movie about that. Twister. The movie yeah, Twister. so you had that That's one it. dude who was like corporately backed, and then you had like a, everybody a team else of like ten brand new Dodge vehicles. Yeah, and they were all it's in black, like and it was all that. So like that, I see is not realistic. But the hodgepodge group of everybody else and like beat up old trucks and everything else that to me I seems made this realistic. out of a washing machine and three coat hangers. Yes, yeah, I see that. Being <laughs> Got some dryer realistic. balls in it. We're gonna track storms a little more duct tape and then it would be kind of realistic yeah i mean yeah so literally i've got a little drone that i'm trying to fly into a tornado and like everything that's on it is like zip tied and duct taped gorilla tape sorry gorilla tape what happens if you do get a drone into a tornado because it's just fucking gone right because they only Uh, have a certain range you're gonna have i mean gotta have a gps track on it and you gotta get lucky but yeah have you lost it one before i i have not successfully flown a drone into a tornado. I don't know if I've ever even flown a drone successfully to begin with. <laughs> to I'm getting better at it. Yeah, okay, I've only crashed enough. it a couple times this week. Okay, it's fair enough. But So you do it uh, pretty often then on the uh, drone flying thing? I'm really new to drones, but... Okay. But, uh, you know, if storm chasing paid better, I could have started earlier, but... So realistically, when you get onto the news station as a contractor or whatever, and you're you're speaking, you're talking, do they pay you for that time? Or how do you get paid in general, I guess? Local news, most of them are like a day rate type of deal. Okay. Or a per call-in, So is it per like video. pre-arranged? If, you're like, Pre-arranged, hey, yeah. Okay. It's contract, and you know, So I just can't year call by them year. and be all like, I'm outside of my porch and I found this video. You could, but they'd probably just ask you for it for free. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's I don't know if you've seen that, but that's no. I, every single vid- video on Twitter, it's the Weather Channel immediately responds. Can I have this for free? Respond really? with this hashtag. Like they don't even ha- have a contact. Yeah, just as like, long as you respond say with the hashtag, okay. it's ours. Yeah, oh. a lot of free video. Uh, so that probably makes storm there. chasing harder. It is a pain in the ass whenever you're out there and you spend so much money and so much time on the road and then you can't sell video because Joe Bob gave it to him for free to get his name on TV. And there's a lot of that. I mean, it's been like that for a long time, but just the way that they acquire Joe Bob's video has just gotten so much more efficient and it's just such a pain in the ass to try and sell stuff to him. It's not even worth it. So do you think uh, the internet is ruining storm chasing? And I say the internet is in a broad term. Oh, man. So I chased for four years without seeing a tornado. Yeah. And like you, I mean, it's impossible to chase, to start chasing right now and not see, you know, a tornado almost every time. Maybe not this year. It's been a really rough year for trying to find tornadoes. I have seen four this year. Is that a good thing though? Like, I don't even know. Yeah. No, I I would, I mean, after last year, dude, like there were so many nights where I was like, I'm not going to have a house when I get home. Like my girlfriend and the dogs are hiding like in a parking garage somewhere. And I'm just like, you know, we're all going to die. Right. Luckily, it didn't happen. So, with the uh, the basic rundown of 
so walk me through when you get out there and you begin to storm chase in it like how do you how do you mentally prep yourself into getting okay i have to plan to get ahead of this storm enough to be able to know where the circulation is and blah 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 blah. like how do you even go through this this mental gymnastics to get yourself ready to do what you're going to be doing like when you're actually chasing or leading yeah. up to the chase um both i guess whichever one makes the most sense i mean I'll, leading up to it i think is just like i'll uh, usually I'll know i'm going to chase probably okay. two or three days ahead of time i mean there's a lot of people that look at forecast models and well a week from now looks crazy and i'm like chill it'll die it'll it'll flop before then right you, so like two so many three times days you just, is a good window two or three days if if you hear someone on the tv say that tornadoes are possible three days or less it's probably time to start listening okay um outside of that i mean there are events that that do work out but it's i mean it's just not even worth talking about at that point because you know then you get everybody all amped up and then they won't listen the next time right and that's a huge problem with tv media over sensationalizing stuff and uh you know, it just makes people not care about it. Cause well, you said that five times last year and it never happened. Right? right. So, so that's a huge problem. But, uh, on the actual day of like, you just pick a spot and you go to it based on, you know, mm. what so, I, what I look for usually, I mean, it's just real, it's pretty basic. A lot of people do like maps after maps after maps and spend hours analyzing stuff. But I mean, you know, morning of, it's just like a bullseye on a map. You just, you look at moisture, pretty much moisture content and just where, how the winds are coming in and it's i mean it's pretty easy so let me ask then because like obviously i'm a layman at this point so are do you have access to the raw data that's not just on the news then or how do you yeah. how do you find the information for i you? mean it's there are a couple of different websites that have all that data available to the public okay and that's i mean like the weather channel the stuff that they look at to make their maps we can all look at the same stuff and i mean so it's open to everybody. It's yeah it's open and that's i mean that's a that's one of the good things about you know our country is a lot of mm -hmm. that stuff is open for so, public consumption other countries aren't like that canada has their stuff locked down europe all their weather stuff is locked down so then out of curiosity because obviously um you're deeper in the game what would be the benefit of locking that data down other than like a paywall so you have to pay for it other than obviously capitalism is the only thing i can come up with what would be the benefit there i don't know i mean you want your your people to be as informed as possible right but right i mean for for things like major weather catastrophe you would think everybody should have access to that data all the time right even if you don't know what to do with it like right the people that do probably should have it and maybe that's why it's locked down because they just assume that people don't know what they're looking at it's possible but but then the other side of it is facebook you can i just slurred that whole sentence facebook. mountain dew is not great to well, drink there's when you're more trying beer to be articulate yeah sugar content facebook yes there are so many people with facebook groups pretending to be experts saying we're gonna get 14 feet of snow a month from now you've yeah. seen that stuff right <laughs> it's everything and then it doesn't, it's everyone shares weather, it because you don't that's know if they're an expert literally or not, everything though yeah it's huge in weather yeah especially okay. in winter like if a forecast model says we're gonna get a foot of snow two weeks from now everyone everyone who's in in the know is like i'm gonna watch it yeah but i'm not gonna post about it and make everyone freak out because right you know the odds of it happening are very small and then mm -hmm. but there are pages that are built hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers by posting you know this is the most extreme storm of all time and uh, thousands of shares and it just fucking funnels everyone comes so, in and and you just you just literally reminded me of uh, sharpie gate um <laughs> what is your take on that right there oh he fucked the bucket yeah, yeah. like 
Can do you know what Sharpie Gate is? All right, so I'm gonna let you explain it because, like, I know what it is pretty well, but I don't think I can say it without making uh, a lot of just this guy's a jackass thing. So, I mean, l- I mean, he is. <laughs> but so, Hurricane not- Dorian last August, um, was coming across the Caribbean, and the models were all over the place. But yeah, because they were going er- on both early sides. on. They were there. Yeah, it was. I mean, and yeah. there was such a widespread. You can't. So you can't her, pick what's gonna like it's just, you don't know. We're talking about whenever the hurricane uh, was coming up through uh, not just the Caribbean, but then there were projections of coming up the seaboard, coming out like on right. just everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid, and and it ended up not even you know impacting it, it Florida kind of, yeah, at all. Yeah, it, it hit it, the Bahamas and it parked over the Bahamas and just wrecked the Bahamas. Them, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. it's insane. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a hurricane do that. And it was that it was so it was a category four for like forty eight hours just kind of doing a little circle. Yeah. And, and I, I was in eastern Florida waiting like, for it. That's like a hundred and thirty mile an hour wind, right? Category four. It, I mean yeah. that's and it's not moving. So no, you're right. sitting in an F four tornado for two twenty four hours. Yeah, no, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't survive that, especially in, you know Shanties. tourist areas that are built for mm-hmm. you know beach weather Va- vacationers and beach weather yeah yeah it's not it's not a substantial so shelter but this this big storm is planning to roll in possibly but it's uh what is it NOAA NOAA yep the National Hurricane Center okay there you go um they put out these three-day projections and five-day projections which are just a cone of uncertainty that's what it's called right, yeah a cone of uncertainty because it's weather you don't know what's going to happen right you, you have best guesstimates absolutely yeah and so the cone goes across Florida and turns north in Florida into Georgia. It never touches uh, Alabama. Alabama. It yeah. never touched Alabama at any point in time. And it wasn't even and, close to Alabama. And, and that, you know, you're talking hundreds of miles. And man, like if you fuck something up, just own it. Just say, hey, I, I, sorry, I can't look at. It. I don't know. Like I don't know the country that I'm the president of very well. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of just saying, oh, that was my fault. I thought Alabama was in the crosshairs. They but they weren't. He literally drew on, like they printed out the map and he drew with a Sharpie to include Alabama in the cone. Like they printed it out and then drew Alabama's corner to be in it so that he wouldn't be wrong. Oh my goodness. That really happened last year. And then the Sharpie was still on the desk. (laughs) That's the part that kills me. Like he's like, nah, we didn't edit this bitch. It's a Sharpie on a, the, the lines were white. (laughs) <laughs> like all of the lines around the hurricane were white, except for this one black. Yeah, it didn't match. It was <laughs> like, not a like he had no graphic guy go in there and be like, "Hey, can you can you modify?" Like if you're gonna do a cover up, that's the one thing I'll say. Current administration, no cover ups. There's not a thing. Like you would know if there was a cover up. There's no fucking way it would happen because he didn't have the fucking graphics guy edit the map for him. He just sharpied it. Uh, anyway, so what was the impact of that in the community you're in? Like, everybody had to have been like... It's, it was huge. Everybody had to throw their hands up, I bet, and just be all like... The weekend that that happened, yeah. they were having the national, like, meteorologists, like the American Meteorological Society, like their yearly meeting. Summit. Their summit <laughs> was happening. And oh, shit. even worse is that, like, the president of the national oceanic and atmospheric administration oh, like the, no. the, okay. the head of the government weather mm-hmm. bureau mm-hmm. 
didn't he didn't stand up for for the weather people he took he took the government side and was like you know we're all in this together and pretty much and everyone was just like what the what fuck the dude fuck? like we're we're so right about this and he's such an idiot and i can't believe that you're taking his side and it ended up being like there was a lot of fallout from it oh, yeah. a lot of meteorologists you know kind of turned him sour towards the government meteorology jobs which you know that's tv and government meteorology is almost all of the meteorology jobs right so. other than military and yeah. everyone hates the tv meteorology jobs so why the media man it sucks well like so i understand media in in the general sense when you're talking about weather because like everybody says the weather guys are idiots even though i know like i know <laughs> a decent so amount well i know right it's so bad i know a decent amount about weather not because what you do anything like that but like i was in um i went through the faa stuff for the aviation um it was actually the amp program um so we had to learn a decent amount there and i learned a whole lot that actually made me understand what the meteorologists are projecting right so like when when people talk about chance of rain right it doesn't mean that the the basic concept of a chance of rain like if there's a 40 percent chance it means that this area will have rain in 40 percent of it there yeah, will be it's, rain it's a percentage of coverage not yes right and a lot of people don't realize that so if you have a 20 percent chance of rain it's not you're going to get rain at one fifth of the chance of getting one it's literally there will be rain just 20 percent of the area Right now, what that 20% of the area is, sure, that's up for debate a little bit, but there will be rain somewhere. And the thing is, is that in America, if it didn't happen to me, then it didn't fucking happen. Oh, it's insanity, you know? man. So, like, I, I understand, like, I feel for the, the weather guys because there's no <laughs> way to placate so many people. Like, you know, the, the assumption is just weather doesn't know what's happening, even though they do. But it's it's not an exact science, and you have to be willing to not say not even close. Yeah, you have to be willing to understand that. Sure, there there's there's give and take that we have to have, right? And like a tornado warning, right? Like when you guys put out tornado warnings, you probably get more shit for saying, "Hey, just be wary, be aware that this could happen." Not saying it's going to. Like what? And not just the negativity that comes from that, and people are like, "Oh, well, you said we were going to get a tornado, and we didn't," but like. It affects the public in a way where they get complacent in those tornado mm -hmm. warnings. Where, so you know, and yeah. I say, dude, every one of my posts on my Facebook page where I'm like, take every one of them seriously. Because the one that you don't take seriously, like it doesn't take much for for you to get fucked up. Yeah. Like an F-Zero tornado could throw a two by four through your window. Like mm -hmm. it could touch down for a half second. Like all it takes is one and all it takes is a half second. Just right. The shit happens all around us all year long. Just take it seriously. It's not that hard to do, but mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people don't take it seriously until it's too late. So what would your tips for somebody that needs to take it seriously in general? Like when you say take it seriously, like <clears throat> tornado warning, what should I be looking out for? Like legitimately, what should uh, I be Tornadoes on the front porch with your beer. Duh. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. And a shotgun. That's what I do anyway, because <laughs> it's America. Absolutely. Yeah. Or fireworks. I mean. Fireworks are fun. Fireworks into a tornado. Just yeah. A friend of mine actually has like this huge uh apparatus to put like i think 15 or 20 uh mortar shells into and light them all off at once oh shit and he wants to do that in front of a tornado but we didn't have any tornadoes this year so <laughs> right I, it would be an interesting sight uh, but once again what what do you suggest for somebody like you have to have a plan okay and i mean it's it doesn't have to be it's it's really not a big deal you just have to have it and you have to you have to be prepared before it happens because okay. you don't you know you don't know how much time you're gonna have sometimes you can get a 20 minute long tornado warning and you can have enough lead time that you could not have a plan and still survive. But there are 
a lot of times and here over the last couple years we've had a lot of really quick think like a storm will blow up right on top of a town and so when you say have a plan though like you know here in in this house in the garage we have a storm shelter we, we have, have a storm big, shelter we have the big metal one obviously well, that's we're the, gonna that's do a that. huge hurdle a lot of people obviously don't have that so right. what kind of plan can you have whenever shit's gonna go real because you don't want to get in your car and drive like what what do you suggest people should do in theory First, the first thing is have a have a good way to receive the information. Okay. You need to be following somebody on Facebook. Um, Mike Collier, mm-hmm. Travis Meyer. Those are, I mean, those are our local big big heads on yeah, the weather. And, yeah. and they're going to tell you days in advance. And having a plan in place and then knowing that, that you might need to use it, mm-hmm. those are the two of the biggest hurdles. But when a tornado warning is actually issued, you need to have a way to be in shelter. Like not in a trailer house, not in your car, not at work, like inside of a substantial shelter mm-hmm. you have a storm shelter that's fantastic i wish everyone did right it's not realistic that's, though right. we, we oh, bought this house don't. because it had one that's that's how it should be yeah. everyone should have one yeah and if you don't have one you know someone that has one mm-hmm. so if you hear that there's going to be a big tornado day you know three days in advance you should plan your day around it right Talk and you should have so. access to whatever shelter that you know your friend has a, like mm-hmm. you know grab a pizza go hang out watch local tv and you know have a tornado party whatever oh that's There's, an interesting idea i mean you have yeah. it, you have to be proactive and you have to you have to have this plan ahead of time because if the tornado's five minutes away and you're trying to scramble to go you know find a shelter it's just you're, so it's not a good position to be in let me ask about the devastation side right and the devastation side is always a thing like that's that's what tornadoes do there's no way right. around it right um you know, I always think back to like when you were talking about, we were talking about Twister for a half second. Um, you know, it tore through the town. It was an F5. It, you know, tore houses down. And you always see that on the news. And, and you have this, you know, huge trail of crazy that happens. Right. So let's say something like that happens in a normal neighborhood. Right. Is what is the safest place to be at? Is it the bathroom in the middle of the house? Is it the like I've always heard, like, cover yourself with a uh, um mattress like i've heard so many things but what realistic all the, all those things are true okay like if you don't if you can't get underground yeah then your next best option is going to be to put as many walls between you and the outside as possible because there's a lot of debris okay like the joplin tornado was just like a mile wide oh blender. yeah i remember that that was uh, so it's just a blender shit what eight years ago or something yeah 2011 yeah and, nine uh, years ago you know it's and the the death isn't from getting sucked up it's not the wind that kills people it's It's the debris in the wind it's just a big blender and you have to put as much you have to put as many walls as you can between you and the outside just to stop the debris and uh so that's why like bathtubs they always say because those things are put on a helmet cover yourself with a mattress all that type of stuff you're just you're literally just you know throwing a hail mary to try not to get impaled by a two by four because i mean that happens oh yeah it's crazy man yeah no two by fours i've seen them go through like literal concrete oh concrete oh i haven't ever seen that i mean i've seen like i've seen like a car through the side of a building like the upper story that's a building yeah they do some really wild shit man tornadoes are they're scary they're terrifying i've seen a two by four straight through a tree Mm mm-hmm it was nuts. I think uh, I think I've seen that one as well. A lot of times you'll see trees that actually twist, and all kinds of shit can fit in there when they twist. Right. Um, so let's let's jump back over to that for a half second. What is the the worst thing you've seen in that kind of concept? Like not death and not people dying and everything else, because every time that's obviously terrible. But like 
when you've seen just crazy shit happening, obviously, um, you know, livestock, you know, happens. I've seen more often than, than, than it should, because a lot of people don't realize wide open plains have a shit ton of tornadoes and wide open plains is also where you keep your cattle. Right. You know, so I've seen a bunch of shit there, but like outside of that, what, what else is a big thing that, that you see that's like, Oh my God, that was just the craziest shit I've seen. Hmm. That's tough. Um, vehicles. They, I mean, really strong winds can, can pick up vehicles. Like they're, oh, yeah. they're aerodynamic horizontally, but not, but this. if you have any upward motion underneath mm-hmm. the shell of the car, they mm-hmm. just, I mean, they're just box kites. So there was a tornado in Dallas in 2012, April 3rd, 2012. I know that day very well because I slept in and didn't realize there were going to be tornadoes two hours from home. <laughs> Incredible. This crazy little tornado outbreak across the Dallas Metro area. And it went through the Schneider trucking like mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just the picking semis. up those huge semi truck trailers that are thousands of pounds, but there's so much surface area mm-hmm. and they're, I mean, they're empty. They're just big, heavy box kites. Right. Right. And you know, an F three tornado can loft those things hundreds of feet in the air. And it was just going through this area and just picking up, these things like toys and you know you say that all the time they always throw cars but like a really localized area with so many of those things yeah and and like this small little tornado it wasn't like a really strong tornado either it's just f2 but i mean they're just they're like it's just a box kite that's thousands of pounds heavy and they just they're just floating through the air like nothing yeah that's hitting leaves with a leaf blower that's exactly what it looked like Mm -hmm. i mean like they were nothing and it's crazy. And and it was all upward motion. Like the rotational winds, you know, that'll it'll roll things around, but like the upward suction is what's so terrifying. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a question on that that just jogged my memory. So I saw there was a uh, post that was out on, on one of the news sets uh, talking about a uh, clockwise tornado because it's extremely uncommon. Is that is that correct or is that just a I, I think a the statistic ag? No, it's it's true. Um Anticyclonic tornadoes are probably one one percent or two percent of tornadoes. Okay, so you but call they it anticyclonic. Okay, right. so what causes it to go one direction versus the other in general? So when you have a supercell storm, it's rotating counterclockwise. When you're looking at it like a map, right? Okay. So yeah, top down. Just the way Coriolis effects works and how how weather works, those updrafts are tilted because of the wind shear, and they they split. You have an updraft. You have a really strong upward a storm sucking air straight up mm-hmm. it's just air displacement that's all that's happening here and the way that the updraft is tilted and spinning it has to, like it just has to branch okay and so they split and the left part of the storm the left updraft spins the wrong way and the right one you know is the dominant storm and mm-hmm. produces tornadoes but the left the left side storms are usually like still severe storms they they move like due north against you know all of the normal wind shear and they produce big hail but they don't ever produce tornadoes but within the right the right moving storm you still have you know a circulation spinning one way and just like in the wake of that rotation mm-hmm. you have the rotation the wrong push direction. off of it and sometimes that can be strong enough to produce like satellite tornadoes that are the wrong way but having like a substantial tornado moving or spinning the wrong direction is really rare but it happens so when you say uh and and i want to be clear just to make sure i understood everything properly uh so you're you're talking about coriolis effect because the earth is rotating a certain way tornadoes are more like to spin a certain way right okay like all all of the air high pressure to low pressure all the Mm -hmm. way those systems spin is just based on coriolis effect oh yeah 
it's interesting. See, and I saw the post on it, and I was like, I think this is clickbaity. I don't know. Like, there's a it, lot of clickbait. It too, seems yeah. that it's like clickbaity. It's like, oh my god, this is a uh, you know clockwise tornado. And I was like, all right, like I'll watch it, but like this is weird. Anyways, so you got any questions over there? I know you're writing shit down. Um, I do want to know: is there any kind of like um eliteness in the meteorology world, or clicks, or? <sighs> Arrogance, politics. Oh my politics. gosh! Tell if, me about that. I if I wrote a book the about drama. all the chaser drama that I've like seen and even been a part of loosely, you wouldn't believe the. Sh- you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> people getting fights. They're, I like. No, grudges? they're all pussies. They're all like, you know, on Twitter they're very angry, but in person they're just like hiding. Meek. Like, like we all end up in the aggressive. same place after chases, and I actually like one of the one of the times last year where we had a storm coming through Tulsa mm-hmm. at like one or two in the morning, and there was a tornado warning across the southern Tulsa County. Like I was texting my, I was in Colorado chasing, ended up in Garden City, Kansas that night, and uh, goddamn, th- there was some chaser drama happening that, and at that period in time, you know, I was on you know one side of some drama, and everyone else was on another side, and you know there were only like. I mean, it was like a whole bunch of people versus like three or four of us. And there was actually a court case involved. So I was like literally trying to keep my girlfriend from dying in a tornado. And this, you know, one of the main aggressors of the entire thing was trying to get in my face and talk to me about it. His girlfriend like tried to punch me. It was crazy. It was wild. And I was hammered too. So like, like I'm texting my girlfriend, trying to keep her from dying in a tornado. And he's like, Mike, get over here. And I'm like, dude, I can't. Like I'm not talking to you until yeah, the court case is over. Yeah. I'm fucking done. And like, right. literally, I like I was I was like pissed off and drunk and trying to coordinate a, mm. an escape for my girlfriend and my dogs. And it was just how we all ended up at the same hotel in like all of the area we could have been in was it's 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 like that sometimes. It's just like how did we all end up here? Right. We end up on the same road out of thousands of roads. Mm-hmm. It's it's like that a lot. We always end up in the same place, but. Um, so how many miles do you put on your vehicle a year? Because Jesus Christ, like it sounds like you're putting like a hundred thousand in a year. Like what do you really? Probably thirty thousand in a year. Yeah. If if I'm chasing a lot, I, the last few years I've been pretty. Well, I mean, local. thirty thousand in a year is a lot, and, and like that's literally that's an oil change a month at least at that point. Like if you're into oil changes, <laughs> I'm more into blowing up blowing up your motor and then realizing you should have done an oil change. Oh, I've okay. blown up a lot of motors. Oh, really? More than one? Uh. I think after the first one, you should have been like, you know You'd what? think. <laughs> yeah, you would think. Normal people would be like, I, probably I should learn from this. this. Yeah, yeah. I thought you had your shit together until just now. <laughs> no, I don't. That was. I don't know where you got that idea. But. Well, he was like, I've been in three, I've chased 304 storms, <laughs> like knew exactly. So I was yeah. like, In a different right. car every year because I blew up the last one, uh-huh. pretty much. But... No, I blew up like three Subarus in five years. And oh my God, they're like indestructible. If, if you check your oil, they're yeah. indestructible. As long as yeah. you take care of them, yeah. Um, so with that in mind, how do you prep your vehicle for a fucking storm? Because like, obviously... Do ha- yeah, do you have like shatterproof glass no, or I hail? No, I doubt that. I, I want to. It's or... on the list. Watch Lex- replacing all my tes- glass Pick up Lexan. the new Tesla. The truck. It's ugly. I would love that. It's, it's ugly as shit. I get it. It is. And... But like it's bulletproof. It's bullet. Well, it's it's literally. I mean, not steel ball proof because they prove that. No, he actually uh, fixed that. He said so. Oh yeah. Well, but even I, then, I would love a Tesla Cybertruck to chase in. Yeah. I know multiple storm chasers who have pre-ordered it. But I believe it. one of them lives in Owasso. You're going to see him driving around in it. Nice. In the next couple of years, I've actually but. thought about it because, like, I think the pre-order is like ten bucks. Like, and you don't—they'll refund you if yeah, you don't it, end up yeah. wanting it. And I was like. 
I kind of want to just do it. <laughs> just, to, just to do it, right. Yeah, just in, like maybe I'm in that place one day where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to drop 40 grand on a Tesla truck. It's probably never going to happen. I've got to beat hey, up could. 06 Toyota out there. So, I mean. That's you know. your uh, Tacoma? Yeah. Awesome, the Russ yeah. Buffett. Yeah, yeah. So, I drive a Toyota. It's a Lexus, but it's a Toyota. Yeah. And uh, it's a GX470. It's a 2004, and it's bedlined, which was supposed to protect me from hail. Yeah. But really, it was just like ugly grandma gold, and I hated it. So I, just, <laughs> I bedlined it white, but the bedliner is so hard that it cracks like glass. So I've got these. Really? Where the hail hit, and it wasn't even big hail. It was like golf ball-sized hail. And That's uh, pretty sorry, good-sized hail. Man. Well, I've seen bigger. I wanted the truck to handle bigger, but. Right, right, right. It just cracks like glass in little concentric circles. And Interesting. Pretty, yeah. Which so, I think is kind of I think know, most people dense. worry about the uh, the actual windshield and shit. Like, do you have to worry about the windshield? Because I th- did I see a video, was it yours, where you had a, a sunroof that was like being beat inwards? Was that you? No, no, that was Reed. I shared the video. But okay, you shared the video. So sunroofs are, I mean, and windshields are the same way but yeah they uh, have the double they're, argon they're, whatever tempered glass i mean you couldn't put something through a windshield if you tried like yeah i mean you could if you tried really hard but yeah, like it hail takes a lot yeah it takes a really really big hailstone yeah, to reason... punch all the way through right right because people can like, beat you it with a baseball like, bat yeah. you gotta be going like 80 miles an hour and get like a softball yeah that's how big it has to be to come all the way through like um my ex-girlfriend that i chased with mm-hmm. we were so proud of getting her first windshield busted out that i wanted to cut out like the windshield was destroyed and we, you know, mm-hmm. came to get the windshield replaced. And I was like, can I have that piece that, mm-hmm. that the hailstone hit? And he, he's like, no, you can't. Have you ever tried to like cut one of these cut out. a windshield? You can't like. Yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. You can't <laughs> yeah, do it. And I was yeah. like, oh, I've got a, a, a like a angle grinder. angle grinder. And he was yeah. like, it's not going to work, man. Yeah. Uh-uh. I was like, you're crazy. And then, no, sure. Fucking glasses. That stuff is built to. Yeah protect you but it's also mm-hmm. like the structural integrity of the cabin mm-hmm. depends heavily on the front windshield and sunroofs so sunroofs yes. are built to handle you know a lot more than they should i should have busted that sunroof out like four different times yeah and you know two inch three inch hail bounces right off of it so what i was talking about for her um so there was a windshield or not windshield a sunroof that like hail was hitting and it had drooped like six or eight inches or something right it was ridiculous how yeah, how it, much it was no longer it a sunroof it was a hammock Yes, right, exactly. A hail hammock. Yeah, but it still didn't bust. No. And that was the thing that was crazy. Literally. He still it, hasn't replaced it either. He's, he's just, just fucking he's hanging? Just, <laughs> it's covered in Gorilla Tape, so it doesn't leak. Okay. And he's still driving it around. Yeah. Oh, shit. I chased with him last week, actually. Oh, shit. Wait, last week? This week. Sunday. Sunday. All right. So, we're, we're getting towards the end of things. What advice would you give to somebody in the current age if they were like, I wanted to go... Uh, start storm chasing like how would you say you should do that there aren't many other areas of like interest that you can just pick up and go and do it like there's mm-hmm. always like a an opening cost where you have, oh, i gotta buy this equipment i gotta right. do this i want to be a photographer you gotta buy a camera yes right and you know the quality of your camera is going to dictate how good you are at photography but mm-hmm. storm chasing is one of the few things where you can literally just get in your car and drive towards dark clouds i don't recommend doing it without the information but i mean <laughs> right. seriously that's how that's how i started it was just like I, I was like my first chase was just like dad let's go it's right here let's go yeah right and, you know or being after a band practice on our way to guitar center to buy strings and it's like hey there's a wall cloud right here there's a tornado warning let's we should go. go yeah let's go yeah, yeah all right okay. and i mean it's that easy you just 
get it, you just go and do it. But there's t- so much information online. Um, TornadoTitans.com is a great resource. They have all kinds of, I mean, I still use it. I've been chasing since 2003 and I still learn stuff on their website. So, okay. So that's a good resource if you want to mm-hmm. pick things up and, and start chasing and really, you know, don't go and get yourself into trouble because shit can happen real quick out there if you don't know what you're looking at. Do you have to worry about like trespassing or anything like that? Have you ever have have you ever had like a landowner threaten you or oh, so many in? times? So and it's usually in Kansas for some reason. Kansas farmers are really they really don't like people snooping around their stuff. I got accused of stealing saddles one night. Like I have like this was two thousand nine. Saddles are quite large. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm in a truck that has like. Channel 8 K2L Storm Chaser on it. I'm wearing a Channel 8 K2L Storm Chaser shirt. I have two cameras on tripods and there's a lightning like visible in the, like right next to us. Sheriff pulls up. You out here stealing saddles? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Dude? Right. Like, like how is this things, not apparent? Like, this is Kansas. Everyone here knows what's happening. Yeah, right. This and is the first time you guys seen this. Yeah. In 2016, we had a farmer literally chase us and almost hit us with his truck. Why? Because he there were so well it was i don't blame him for hating storm chasers at that point because like there are thousands of people out doing it these days sure and and if there's only one storm in an area you can double a town's population easily like that oh and, shit and we were in leote kansas in t- may 21st 2016 and there were like four different groups that had really like almost really bad incidences with this same guy pulled up to a tour group and told him he was going to shoot him. You guys are pissing off my cows and his, his trailer full of cows and his truck was empty. There weren't, he, there weren't even any cows there in his no trailer. <laughs> That's funny. And he like chased me. He ran one person off the road. He chased us for miles. And, uh, why we were, what, well, what is the benefit? I don't know, but we were, we were just this close to putting him in softball sized hail. I was like, P- go North, bust out the windshield. I'll pay for a windshield. Let's <laughs> drive this dude into some hail. You but one, have, of the, yeah, right, but like, one of the big Doppler trucks was stuck in the ditch across the road and so we got to the doppler truck and we were like well what are we gonna do so we turned around and he was coming straight at us i mean he was going 40 and like missed us by a foot and then got out started cussing at us his wife was flipping us off and i and the reasoning was was that um they just wanted to tell us that the like lights on the back of the camper shell were on she was just like we just wanted to tell you your dome lights were on and we were like what the fuck how high how high are you yeah jesus christ you don't chase someone for nine miles and almost kill them and then tell them to fuck off for 20 minutes and they go oh your lights are on like fuck off yeah and i mean they were just unhinged you see a lot of crazy people out there but this is i was just like what is this that's insane but like that's one of those things though like you can never assume that the populace is is sane when you're doing anything really. I mean just it's not there. Oh that gosh. that's that's the guys who come in and you know slap a server's ass and then be all like I did nothing wrong. Absolutely. Well yeah. No, he actually he seemed like that type of guy for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Go like, to Buffalo Wild Wings in Garden City and mm-hmm. catch a case. Yep. So and you know we we got we still got a little bit of time. Um Obviously, I think I, I'm going to stab in the dark and say that it costs you money to storm chase. You don't really get paid enough to balance, do you? This year, I think I've only chased like five days this year. Okay. And I managed to get paid on every single one of them. Okay, nice. So I, I'm doing all right this year. But <laughs> right. in a normal year, whenever you're driving all over the place. Because, yeah, I mean, gas alone, you're probably, well, up till this year. Yeah, now. this year's been pretty nice, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, I got lost my job in January because of it, but. 
hey, yeah. at least now I can go chase, right? And it only cost me, you know, twenty dollars to fill up. But right. yeah, on a normal year, it's hard to no. make money storm chasing. Yeah. So I mean, on a normal year, how many days out of like a month or a week would you be out? From probably March fifteenth to June fifteenth, probably twenty days or more. Okay. And some of those days, so sometimes you just get like a couple of systems that are just one after another and you can end up on the road for a week and you know, hotels and gas and food, that shit adds up really quick. And oh, yeah. uh, you know, it can be pretty expensive. So you have like a day job to fund. I did until yeah. oil and gra- gas crashed. And so now I'm, I'm just doing DoorDash just to keep the bills paid. And, and while still having the flexibility to go storm chase, it's, you know, if you, if you do it right, you can, you can mm-hmm. do all right. Okay. And, so, and what's the max you've grossed, uh, and not including expenses, everything else, just actual pay that you've received for doing the job in, in a Storm year? Storm chasing? In a year. Uh, a good, one of my best friends was working for a big national media weather channel okay. deal. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to name them because I hate them. I don't hate them. I like, there are a couple people there that I still like, but they, they screwed us over on the, All right. the, the Sharpie gate hurricane. They, oh, they made some bad decisions. Heard. They ruined our chase. And really, I mean, it was the end of the relationship, but yeah, sharp. So 2000, fuck, what year is it? <laughs> right. It, that had, how was it? 2020. What happened? Yeah. Right. So I guess it was 2018. We had, I chased like three or four hurricanes for them. And then we had a really good year here locally where I was chasing for local affiliates and sold enough tornado video that I probably made about 20 grand storm chasing that year. Okay. In which a which of was, a I mean, months. which yeah. is double anything I've ever done. Maybe can like combined. It was okay. just a good year because of, you know, hurricanes and having a pretty good day rate to do national coverage. And it's not like that every year. I mean, it's a miracle. Yeah. But even then 20 even, grand is solid for, for such a small win for something that I only do, you know, a mm-hmm. month or two out of the year, like combined all the days together. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll take so it. Do and, you, do you consider yourself like a storm chaser? You're like f- first and foremost, I'm a storm chaser. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. so it's like it's in your heart. It's, like, I mean, it it's all matter. I yeah, yeah, yeah. What's in the sky right now? That's cool. Definitely, but you know, it, just like any other passion that you have or something that you want to do, that you can't do for like it's not a job. You can't. There, everyone thinks, yeah, oh, storm chaser. That's a job I want. I'm like it's not a job. I'm telling you, you're not going to make money doing it. No, unless you start like a tour company. Tour companies make great money storm chasing. There's wait, what? There are. We haven't talked about tour companies. We'll have to save right, that well, for the next one. Yeah, I was going to say, we've, Ooh, we've yeah. only got a few minutes. I didn't Storm know that was Storm chasing tourism. Oh, it's So I can just fantastic. hop on a tour and go fucking... Yeah. I mean, if it's like $2,500 to $3,500 for like a week or 10 days. I have to pay that much? Yeah. But that, that includes shit. gas and hotels. You still have to pay for food whenever you stop for places. Fuck off. For a week? Yeah. Dude, I can go to Jamaica for less than that. Well... Some people like seeing tornadoes. Man. I can a go lot of people all want to see in. tornadoes. Holy shit! I mean, there are ten successful chase tour companies, and new ones pop ever up every year. And they're God, I know what my new job's going to be. Let's Unless there's go. a vi- like a ni- uh, an Holy international shit. pandemic, then that kind of ruins everything. So oh yeah, weird. Would not be a great year to own a tornado tour company, especially with how poor the tornado season has been. <laughs> Those poor people. Well, I mean, I guess it goes hands in hand, though, right? Imagine paying that money to go like to a different country to see all this weather, and then you're just going to see like the world's largest yarn ball or hey, <laughs> well, we're, we're gonna go here. look at the prairie dogs that's our thing today we're gonna go check out this prairie dog town and then call it a day at fair enough yeah 
So then, um, let's go ahead and wrap this episode. We're at 55. So what, what, what questions do you want to finish out with here? Okay, so I'm, I'm going to step in as Brittany and do one lightning crowd. Round. <laughs> Lightning round question. Um, what else would you do instead of storm chasing if you had another path to take? Choice. Yeah. Oh, that's so hard because it's all, I mean, it's all I ever wanted to do. Um, rodeo clown. I got offered a rodeo clown job one time. Honestly, at, at a, I, I could parade. see that. I, I like, wanted to try it just to do it. And that's being disrespectful. Like, I've <laughs> no, known I'm a this jackass, guy. absolutely. Well, it's not that, I don't think you're a jackass. And this is the thing that, that I've thought about leading into this is like, I was replaying everything in my head that, that I know about you, right? And I was like, okay, <laughs> what questions am I going to ask? Where am I going to go with this? What a sad mental montage that it's, must have been. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. <laughs> but like, here's the thing I appreciate about you, right? Is that I don't think you've ever really cared what anybody else thinks, Right. But it's been things that have been fun, that's been weird, that things have just have entertained you. And, like, I can't imagine somebody doing a rodeo clown that wasn't doing it for themselves. Like, there's no way you could not do that for yourself. Yeah, no, that's, that's a not... strange decision to make. And it yeah. takes a special type of person to go, I'm going to do right. this. Right, but if you ask me, hey, will you be my rodeo clown, I would tell you to fuck off. Right. Right, like, that's the way that would work. But then if somebody was like, hey, man, we got an open space for a rodeo clown. You want to go try it? You'd be like, all right, like, I'll give I have a to shot. try this at least once. right? Yeah. Like that makes sense to me for you. Like not in not in a, in a rude way, just like legitimately. A normal person would have been like, what the fuck? What kind of question is that? But I was like, I'll give it a shot. That okay. is exactly what I was going for. The type of guy you would ask to be a rodeo clown. <laughs> <Right>. Now I, <laughs> I've never heard it put in those words, but. Now I know what I want to do with the rest of my life. All right, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Haven't done it. Probably won't. But <laughs> that, I was I was honored. Yeah, I was also wearing a sombrero at the time. So no, you weren't a foam sombrero. Yes, no, you weren't. I was like the fucking like a uh, giant one, a giant foam sombrero, like from uh, Saturday Night Live. The uh, <laughs> a Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. It was that exact one, not it's, the exact one, hat. but the yeah. No, it's funny. It's a big hat. Brandon, same question to you. Uh, what would I do if I'm not doing what I now am? And uh, I'd probably be running the food truck. I still want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, All right. You know. That sounds fun. Dude, like, I can cook like a motherfucker, but, like, it doesn't pay the bills. Like, yeah. that's why so many restaurants grind. shut down. Yeah. I know, especially not when I come back for seconds. I know, right? Uh, although, like, we're getting to the point. Either. We want to get out of debt. Once we get out of I debt. I thought that was the whole point. Then, this. Well. <laughs> right? Um, I think we're still on board to open the food truck, though. That's awesome. Um, and, and, like, it's the idea is still there. It's just that, like, we owe on both vehicles. We still owe on credit cards. We still owe on other shit. Um, but we are getting shit paid off. So I think once all of that's gone, then I'll probably still do the food truck. But I don't want to do it. I don't want to be that food truck that everybody goes out to and it's like, this is exactly what I'm getting when I go to this place. Like, I want to be that guy that's like, I'm making weird shit that tastes delicious. Like, right. let's fucking roll. Right? You come here with an open mind. And yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. I, I literally thought about uh, one of the menu items and not having a description just called, just put it in my mouth. it viral potential yeah well it's not mm-hmm. just that though but like you don't know what you're getting but you just want me to put it in your mouth all right fucking yeah i got you bro close your eyes okay. yeah and i can make whatever the fuck i want like let's roll yeah fuck yeah dude sounds pretty good your question um that's it that's all i got no no oh you want me to answer yeah no okay. you asked it Goddamn. Ooh. okay she's like what else should I, I, have do? To, I have to do this <clears throat> i i feel like i really love what i do so I just want to. What I, is it you do? 
I mean, like now, just like artistic nature, and like I, I think I would just kind of fall more into that, just being a little more artistic. That's very broad. Yeah. Big. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I like creating stuff. And yes. Like yes. And so, if you had stuff. to create something repetitively for the next twenty years, what are you re- re- what are you creatively repeatingly doing? Oh my gosh, furniture. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd oh. love to design furniture. That would be so cool. Interesting. Not mm. a job that I think I would put anybody on. Like it, I, it has to be done. Obviously, people have to. Somebody's do it. doing it. I know, right? But like, I don't think I've known a guy or a girl who have ever been like that person be good at designing furniture. You may be that person for me. Maybe. Because I like being comfy. I think you're so. my only option at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I obviously would not be good at that because I chose the campground chair. I know, right? You had the yeah. full couch availability to you, and I chose to. I, sit in this. I gave him your chair, and he didn't want it. You're wise not to sit in my chair, so. <laughs> and I didn't even know it. I was just like, "Oh, I'll sit in the camp chair because I'm an idiot." Yeah, it's fine. All right, well, we're gonna wrap this one. We'll come back with a uh, part two in just a minute, guys. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>